the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. Holiday season is always kind of a weird thing on Wall Street. Sometimes you get big moves up and big moves down, but on very low volume as sometimes we go, well, I'm a wealthy New York stockbroker, trader, financial dude, which having lived in New York, let me tell you, the financial dudes are the worst. They're the most arrogant, misogynistic. I'm not talking about all of them. I'm just talking about 98% of them. Kidding, kidding, kidding. That's all of them. Um, but many of them, when you sit next to them in a bar and they're talking about women they work with or the amount of money that they're making or the type of car that they're going to get, it's pretty obnoxious. Right now, I'm wearing sweatpants because I've been up since 3 and I'm not on TV until 9.15. Um, I'm comfortable with my, how shall we say, image. So let's talk what we're seeing there. It's another Vaccine Monday. The Bengals wrote, just another manic Monday, which I think the Bengals are an underrated band in rock and roll history. An all-girl band packing arenas. Yes, they were post-Go-Go's, but man, they did a pretty good job too. Just in my opinion. Um, but Manic Monday to me comes into Vaccine Monday. At times during Wall Street when we're not in COVID times, we're talking about Merger Monday. A lot of deals, a lot of excitement, a lot of news breaks over the weekend. AstraZeneca said that they too have a vaccine for COVID. And in their case, it doesn't need super refrigeration and it can achieve 90% of efficacy. Yay! Um, the more the merrier. Especially if we find out one of these causes, like you get herpes. Or one of these causes, you get cancer. One of these causes, you to grow a head of Lysmanelli on your body. A side effect that we will not accept. I'll take a, a head on my, my shoulder growing out of like, say, hmm, who would I take? Yul Brenner? Yul Brenner, but not Liza Minnelli. <laughs> You're saying, I don't want to be in your head. You don't even want to babysit the thoughts that are in my head. Stocks are rising today. Dun, dun, dun. On enthusiasm. That vaccines will soon end the damage to the economy that the COVID pandemic is causing. We've ultimately seen China come out pretty strong in their economy. Not as strong as, as possible. But they're at 75-80% capacity of where they were. That's not bad. So AstraZeneca's formulation only, sta- only needs standard refrigeration. So logistically speaking, if we start working together, we could start looking around and saying, okay, 
here's what we're going to do. You're going to handle the poor countries that have no electricity. You're going to handle the countries that have just been hit um, with super refrigerators. You're going to, like, they could start figuring out the math of this nicely, intelligently, as they start ramping up production. So we were seemingly heading towards a long, dark winter 21 days ago, and then we started getting the news of vaccine results, which we knew was going to happen. We got the elections early in November, and, well, we still didn't really get them, did we? I think we did. Joe Biden thinks we did. Donald Trump doesn't think we did. And therein lies a bit of a problem. Question mark? Not as big of a question mark as we had before the election. Before the election, we're like, who's going to control the Senate? Who's going to hold the House of Representatives? Who's going to be elected Supreme Court nominee or not a nominee? Who, like, some of these answers started coming into clarity. But now we have to wait till spring to get that full herd immunity that is necessary to restore our lives to pre-COVID normality. And they're thinking summer 2022. It will be interesting because that's a weird number to me. Uh, That's when the Olympics are supposed to be. No. Olympics are supposed to be summer 2021. Oh, boy. So it's going to take a while to get back to where we were. I would say this is a transition year. And it's going to take six to nine months of vaccines being circulated, of you being guilted into it, or you being opting into it, or you opting out of it, or you being guilted out of it. I don't know. Regeneron Pharmaceuticals gained today after its COVID-19 antibody cocktail was granted an emergency use authorization by the Fed. U.S. FDA. Guitar Center has filed for bankruptcy, but they say we're going to remain open. But again, another one bites the dust, and another one's gone, and another one's gone, and another one bites the dust. It's been a tough time to be a retailer, whether you're a gym, a restaurant, or a guitar center. The price of a Thanksgiving meal is lower this year. But you know who's not lower in cost? Price of turkey is typically a loss leader. It's a lot like a Microsoft Xbox. The Microsoft Xbox costs $599 to buy retail, the Series X. It probably has about $800 of components in it. But when you get it, you're like, well, I want to see the fancy new graphics. They're like, well, it doesn't work on the fan- on 2019 games. The fancy new graphics are all 2021 late and 2021. 2020 and 2021. You get the idea. I'm exhausted. I've been up 20 hours of doing surgery. All by myself. No nurses. But the price of a Thanksgiving meal for 10 people is going to be about $46.90. That's down 2 bucks from 2019. Interesting note. Um, so, there is something about adjusting for the price of inflation, but it's not worthy of noting. The meal includes turkey, stuffing, sweet potatoes, rolls, butter, peas, cranberry sauce, veggie tray, pumpkin pie, whipped cream, coffee for dessert. Coffee for dessert? How about apple pie for dessert? I see a flaw in this survey. Now, what type of apple pie do you like? Do you like the crumple uh, cinnamon stuff on top, or do you like just the typical pie crust? Because there's a right answer, there's a wrong answer. The crumpled. Yes, that's the way to go. 
So retailers price turkeys as loss leader. Um, the price per pound is ringing in at a buck twenty-one. That's down seven percent from this year time last year. So a sixteen-pound turkey, if I do the math with my abacus, it's about nineteen dollars. I will tell you, I did not pay that. I paid a lot more than that. I don't know why I paid a lot more than that. Is there a difference in turkey? So I got an email from William Snowman. Every year I do this. I'm so susceptible to online emails. And they've got what's called a willy bird. Their 14-pound turkey is $120. But they're also not, well, maybe they are expected to get me on other things, right? But it's organic. It's been, well, let's just say they play heart music its whole life, so it's nice and juicy and tender. But isn't that what a butterball is supposed to be? Now, there's some people like me who will pay over $100 for a turkey, and there's some people like you who will get a butterball for $19. Price of inflation, the things that went up this year versus last year, dinner rolls, cubed bread for stuffing, and pumpkin pie. Huh. I did not see that coming. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com, and have a great week, everybody. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Little Regina Spector bringing us out of break. I try to talk about my personal life within reason. Someone got a little unhinged and said, hey, can you talk about every five-year period of your life? I'm like, no. But this was a time in my life when music was very influential, 30 to 35. And any band that I liked, I tried to see. And she was one that I went to see. And uh, I was not disappointed. So COVID's been kind of tough on me because I really like going out to live music. I really don't care about movie theaters. You do. I get it. That's fine. I really don't care about Broadway shows. You do. I get it. That's fine. Uh, I once had a subscription to an opera. And that you go to 10 operas and you're like, I'm done. <laughs> you're, you're done. Because some of the operas you get, they kind of package in some pretty crappy ones around them. I once went to see um, Civil War opera because I wanted to see like one of the ballet operas. And Civil War opera, just it was very depressing. The North and South kept fighting and singing things like, War is sorrowful. You're like, yeah, war is sorrowful. Let's, that's not opera. That's just obvious. Let's keep going. So one of the things I've really tried to do is with my children is try to pass on my love and my passion for live music. Um, I try not to be too influential. I really do. Um, I had read all the Tolkien books by the time I was seven or eight. I didn't make my kids do that. I don't want them to be a spitting image of me in any way, shape, or form. I think it helped me, but they'll figure out something to help them. But I try to influence a little bit of live music. So this week or last week, I saw a tweet from a band that I follow called AJR. It's not like the best adult band, but it's a pretty darn good kid band. And what I mean by that is adults can listen to it and like just as much as teenagers. And if you listen to any of the sporting, basketball, hockey, football, they're using this song a lot. So it's damn catchy. So I miss live music to the point that I almost could cry. It's that kind of tough on me. 
It's one of the few releases I get. Um, so AJR over the weekend put on sale tickets for a concert on December 26th. I bring this up because it shows you the innovation, and I want to tie it to one more thing. And I'm telling you, Merck is buying an oncology company that's trying to help figure out COVID, and a lot of what's happening in COVID is going to help figure out cancers and other diseases in the future. That's where I give Americans credit. I was watching a zombie show last night on AMC. I like zombies. I don't know why. Just do. Maybe I was dark. Maybe as a kid. Maybe I was beaten and put in a closet. That's not right. You should like romantic comedies. Don't like romantic comedies. But so I was watching a zombie show on AMC last night, and they said The Walking Dead is back in production. And it looks like they're deep in production because they're going to start doing new episodes in February. And it looks like the production looks pretty high quality, and they're showing cameramen with masks, and they're showing you know all the safety precautions they're trying to do. And I'm tying this together with AGR because AGR just sold tickets for December 26th concert. And they put up a little video, and it's kind of worthy of looking at just to see what innovation's going on. We started doing San Francisco turned, fish, not Fisherman's Wharf, um, the military base. I'm dropping the name of it. Forgive Fort Mason into a big drive-thru, drive-in. And they're doing drive-in movies there. But what AGR did was they, they rented a Broadway house. And how many Broadway houses are there in America? or how many theaters in America that have been sitting idle and dark. And they basically shot a show with more computer effects than ever. And they're going to be selling tickets today. $25 if you want to get the cheap ones. $45 if you want to get the director's chair. The director's chair will let you say, I really like this lead singer. I want to watch the camera on him. And if you really like the keyboard players, you're like, I'm going to put the camera on him now. Okay, let's go camera one, camera two. Like, and you become a director. If you watch the video of the making of this, it's called AGR's One Spectacular Night. I give a lot of credit to Americans. We're innovating in a way and we're pulling forward business concepts that we've been talking about. Within two to three years, we're going to have a Super Bowl that you can watch in virtual reality with a headset. We're going to have tickets to see U2 in the front row, tickets to see Coldplay in the front row. We're going to have tickets to see AGR in the front row. Now, it won't be being there, and you probably won't feel the bass going through your body, but it'll still be pretty darn nice to like have a relief uh, and to be able to see a show in front row. The only time I've ever seen you 2 live was, well, I've seen them a little bit closer, but the first time I saw them, I was literally in the back row, and it was a complete waste of $45, $55. Um, so I like what I'm seeing as far as pulling stuff forward. I give Americans a lot of credit on that. So check it out if you want to take a look at the video to see what I'm talking about. Um, AJR is one spectacular night. Just go to YouTube. Beauty about YouTube is it's always it's always on 24-7-365, right? Um, some stocks that are starting to lose a bit of love and a little bit of interest are the stay-at-home plays, like Peloton, Zoom, Netflix. I think they'll be fine, but they are no longer benefiting from the rocket fuel of disaster, disaster, disaster. Now, keep in mind, we're not going back to school this year, in my opinion. It's going to be the fall before the kids go back to school across the country in, in mass. The next two, four, six weeks are going to be ugly in COVID numbers, and that's when governors and school districts are going to make a decision on January reopening. And I got to imagine there's enough parents that are like, uh-uh. 
no, talk to the elbow because the hand's not listening. I ain't sitting my kid's back. He'll die. You gonna pay if my kid dies? AstraZeneca has come out with another vaccine in partnership with Oxford. It's effective and it requires less refrigeration. We've got three vaccines out there, plus we got a FDA approval for Regeneron Pharmaceuticals for emergency use authorization with their monoclonal antibody treatment, which a lot of people will be thinking will be used on other diseases in the future. Whenever you're on the brink of death, that seems to be one that can help you fight disease. I'm oversimplifying that. Don't go out and buy the stock based on that recommendation. But we've pulled a lot of good things full. A little more AGR to take us to break. Take a break here. Again, it's not great music. But if your kid's listening to it, it's better than what the neighbor's kids are listening to. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. A couple quick things. I saw that home fertility kits are selling very, very well. And I'm like, okay, people are locked up. People are locked up with a loved one. Maybe people are locked up and getting bored of Netflix and making love sweet love. What's interesting when you do that is keep in mind out could come a baby. Mama had a baby and its head popped off. Remember that old dandelion trick? Um, babies are expensive. And a lot of times after wars, there's like baby booms. A lot of times after a recession, there's a baby boom when people are feeling optimistic again. During big winter snowstorms, when, you know, three feet will dump on the East Coast, there's a baby boom on the East Coast. Especially if you're conniving and happen to get snowed in with the one you love when she was expected to be at her in-law's house or something along those lines. In-law. Oh boy, what am I talking about? So if you're expecting a baby, chances are you are going to need to clothe the baby, the crib, a bassinet, blankets, diapers. A middle-income couple can expect to spend $233,000 from birth through 17 just on the basics. So one baby is a $250,000 decision, and if you pay for college, it's another $250,000 decision. For me, it's more of a tsunami of stress and sleep deprivation that sets you back on your efficiencies at work. Um, so you have to have a budget if you can have a baby. A, clarify your budget. Track your income, pre-baby expenses, and see where you stand because you can figure out how many dollars you're going to go out the door on diapers and such. Then you're going to want to start saving because at some point in time, you and your sugar booger are going to look at each other and say, we need to paint the baby's room. Do we paint it blue? Do we paint it pink? And $60 a gallon of paint? 
could be cheaper, but let's say you go with a bad color like magenta. It's going to be tough to cover up that mistake in the future. So start saving. And if you're going to be doing the college thing, there's a, uh, a lot of things called 529 save college saving plans. There's a really good website called savingforcollege.com. That's savingforcollege.com. A 529 plan doesn't have to be in the state that you live in. So I live in the state of California. California. Um, but let's say I want my kid to go to either the University of Virginia, the University of Hawaii, or the University of Mexico. His 529 plan from California could be used in either of those states. Uh, any of those states. On top of it, if you compare plans and you say, I really like the Nevada plan versus the California plan, you could open an account there and your kid go to go to college in California, Nevada, Utah, wherever. I'd say get life insurance if you're going to have a baby. Um, it was probably the first time in my life that I got life insurance. Also tied towards a business and being a key person. Um, but up until then, if I died, I didn't necessarily want a girlfriend to get millions. I didn't want my sister to get millions. Um, <clears throat> what did I want? My cat? No. So on top of that, short-term and long-term disability became more of an issue. I started looking at workplace benefits. I once gave a speech at Visa, and the HR department's like, we want you to talk about the HR benefits because the employees never read that package. I'm like, okay. And I was, I was astounded to see, like, they give $3,000 if you adopt a baby. $3,000 just for adopting a baby. Like, it's a medal. A medal of honor. Thank you for adopting a baby. Some of those HR benefits can be pretty enticing, to say the least. Flexible spending accounts. At some point in time, you're going to want to look at your estate plan if you have a baby or think about making a baby. Where does your money go if you die? Um, do you want it to go to your kids or not? I'm in the camp that I'm not going to raise rocket scientists, so I'm in the camp of trying to leave my kids a structured plan, financially speaking, of some of my assets to help them along in life. But we're all different. Some people I know want to spend every single dime and leave their kids nothing. And if you need help on this, ask for help. Uh, just because you're locked up, just because you're in a pandemic, just because you're pregnant, the both of you need like to talk to mom and dads around the world and say, what can I expect? So and then just get ready for a show. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, I read two reports this weekend, and I'll try to get through both of them. If I can, one of them was the 14 best stocks to buy right here, right now. Progress on a potential vaccine for COVID has kicked off a big rally in neglected value stocks. So Goldman Sachs says, here's a company list that we see with improving free cash flow margins. And they give you some of the strongest performers. All the stocks are rated by over at Goldman Sachs. He who did the list said, I like the cash flow metrics. Okay. Free cash flow margin or a company's free cash flow divided by sales shows how effective the company is at turning sales into cash flows. Cash flows are super important. 
AOL could have been the dumbest company in the world, but because they had good cash flow, they got a great evaluation. It was literally stupid internet, right? Or dumbed down internet or internet in a box or internet in a cage. Oh, I have forgotten that sound. I do not miss that one, do you? So one of the companies on the list, a company called Bunge, beans, things you have to eat. That's an odd one, right? GE, they do industrial equipment. I'm like, I'm not really liking this list. It's not sexy. Southwest Airlines. Okay, I get that one. Southwest is really, really good at getting you to buy tickets at $49 to $99, and then it all flows in, and they fill up those seats later. So I'd consider Southwest right now as a reopening play. That's the one that works with me. Maybe Bunge worked with you. Bungie, as I used to like to call it. Um, elsewhere on this list, Southwestern Energy. I'm like, okay, that's a bit on the boring side, but it's a small cap company, and I see they've been hanging in there after the March lows. Nice recovery, and then a lot of sideways action. It could look for a better 2021 for sure. We have to pay our energy bills, right? Same thing with Suncor Energy. That's a stock that fell apart hard in March. And it's recovered to stop falling, but not much else. These are some stocks you may not know. And that's like the danger of some of these lists. Elanco Animal Health. I'm like, how about Chewy? Is it the online one? Online. Online. Social. Social. Who is Elanco Animal Health? But it probably speaks for its own name, right? Lanco doesn't mean anything. Animal health probably says we got more puppies. Puppies, we got puppies. Playstations, we have no playstations. Elsewhere on the list is um, Las Vegas Sands. I find that one interesting because it is a, a nice post-pandemic play. And let's go with maskers versus anti-maskers right now. And let's just lump everyone into maskers aren't going to be doing a lot of traveling. Anti-maskers are going to be doing lots of traveling in February, in March, in April. They're going to say, vaccines out. We can travel. woo And those of you who didn't in November and September, now you can do it. woo Maybe the maskers will still be a little tight. But people are coming to Vegas. And I get it. I, I, that's one that I, too, get. Their free cash flow is 26% as far as margin goes, and that's flat cash flow versus sales. Um, I, I like lists. I don't like lists without some sort of bias. You got to do a little bit of extra work yourself, in my opinion. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Money, investing, and more. Excuse me. I've got mail. Um, it's another vaccine Monday. That's not lost on me. We got one last week. We got one the week before. This time it's AstraZeneca saying that it's dosing regimens in the clinical trial done in partnership with Oxford found to be 90% effective in preventing coronavirus. 
Regeneron Pharmaceuticals is in the news. They got emergency use from the FDA. I believe that's the exact same combination that was used for President Trump. Pfizer and Moderna are still in the news. Um, they've added benefit of being able to transport and store at normal refrigeration temperatures for at least six months. Interesting. We got more show packed up in like a sausage for you. Stay tuned. Stick around. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Not sure what you think about Matthew Mahoney. He's got a book coming out. It's kind of interesting. He's going around all the television shows and giving interviews. And he has. He plays bongos naked. He's from Texas. He tells crazy stories about his father punching him as kind of a manly challenge. Talks about his brother named Rooster and how, how his father once punched him for his friend called Matt instead of Matthew because his name's Matthew, not Matt. I'm like, whoa. But most of it, I'm like, it doesn't apply to me, it doesn't apply to me, it doesn't apply to me. I definitely don't have a brother named Rooster. I wish I had a brother named Rooster because it would be some sight of color in my family. Um, but one of the things that really jumped out was last week we saw Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg testify, talking in front of Senator. Uh, it's talking in front of the Senate. I'm talking about Twitter, talking about Facebook, and how addictive it can be and not. And whether you're bipartisan, even bipartisanship can see that addictions are problems in the United States that can cause psychological harm with how we develop as a nation and as children. Senator Lindsey Graham compared the addictive quality of the sites to tobacco. Senator Cory Booker raised concerns about the toll platforms take on young users' self-esteem and well-being. I bring that up because Lindsey Graham is very Republican, and Cory Booker is very Democrat. Even Matthew McConaughey expressed similar awareness about the social media sites, warning that users risk placing their sense of self on the approval of others. Um, and then if you watch that Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma, you're like, oh my god, oh my gosh. Um, now McConaughey is trying to sell a book called Green Lights, and it'll probably sell really, really well this holiday season because Matthew McConaughey is like he's a legend, he's an icon, he's all right, all right, all right. Um, he says things like, "Hey, I'm not going to do any rom coms because it's beneath me. I, I did what I had to do." Kate Hudson said I was a bad cusser, and guess what? Maybe I am. <laughs> like he, he's pretty honest with himself. It sounds like. But he has 4.6 million followers on Facebook and 2.7 million followers on Instagram and Twitter. So he's not exactly, uh, I don't know. Is he attractive? I would say he's definitely more attractive than Johnny Depp, but what am I saying? Like, I don't even know. That I have no sense of ability to help you with. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> there you go. 
It's my Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. They love us. They're beeping for us. They really love us. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. The Dow's up 200 points. And I should hit a brief market recap. There's some enthusiasm as there's a third vaccine. AstraZeneca has a third vaccine now out there that could be up to 90% effective. And what's interesting about it is it doesn't need, it just needs standard refrigeration versus deep freezes and like super, super deep freezes, which most CVSs don't have that ability to pull off. Regeneron Pharmaceuticals has gained after its COVID-19 antibody cocktail was granted emergency use authorization. My mother was put on Rimsdivir, um, and she's still in the ICU. She doesn't seem to be getting worse, but she doesn't seem to be getting better, and she's on the side of make your peace. But I guess every day passes is kind of an okay thing. We'll see. Uh, she got some heart damage, the doctor said, during the COVID attack on her body. So stocks are moving higher today on a little bit of COVID news. Last week, we seemed to have a little bit of yo-yo on Monday vaccine news. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, we start looking at the reality of, well, when do we get it? I'm not seeing anything in the stock market today that looks like a trend. U.S. mortgage rates hit a 13th record low for the year. I was reading this last night at two uh, at three in the morning, and the number that I saw, I was like, is that right? 30-year fixed rate now. Mortgage rates have fallen for the second time in four weeks. Um, to get a 30-year mortgage, you're talking 2.72%. Now, again, a lot of things have to fall in place on that. I got my mortgages recently done at 3.25%, and I thought I was happy. To see 3%, I was like, eh, 3.253. I'm not going to squabble, but 2.72, I'm like, no, that one hurts. 15-year mortgage sits at 2.28%. The five-year rate tumbled to 2.85%. Weaker consumer spending drove mortgage rates to a record low. Economic growth rates remain unstable. And you're having people like the Federal Reserve say, if we don't get stimulus, we're, we're going to look in pretty grim in 2021. So that's out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Um, one of the areas that I found interesting, I was looking... That's a financial magazine, The Economist. They're talking about how many people have rushed out because of TV and tried to flip that house. They see it on TV and it looks so easy. If I put $100,000 in, I can get one hundred and fifty. If I do that twice, I can get two houses and get 100 and then get two more and get 100 And then get, like, you kind of get caught up in it looks easy on TV. And that's one of the things I hate about CNBC. When you have someone like a, a Jim Cramer, you know, saying bye, 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 and he's, he's giving stock advice in 10 seconds or less of getting to know you, I think it's a little scary. But one of the things that stinks about owning property and not necessarily flipping a house, but being a landlord, let other people's money, other people's money pays your mortgage, that's the thought, is that you make mistakes. 
and they never ever talk about that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about much, much more. You're this Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more.